0: This is The Widow Podcast and I am Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I'll be supporting you through the loss of your life partner so you can find a more positive way through your grief. I want to give you hope after loss and to know that when you are ready, you can create a meaningful life for yourself with the help of me, Karen Sutton and The Widow Podcast. Hey, I'm so glad you are here because in this episode, we are going to be talking about our feelings in grief. And I want to help you understand that everything that you are feeling is valid. Anything goes. Grief is an umbrella term. We often liken grief to sadness and crying and expect that to be it. That's how it looks. That's how it feels. It's so much bigger than that. It's messy. It's chaotic. It makes no sense a lot of the time. We are up and down like yo-yos on that roller coaster ride of emotion and we sometimes don't know where we're going to be from one minute to the next. It can change in an instant. Sometimes we know why, sometimes we have absolutely no idea. I want to help you see and understand that you are going to experience a lot of feelings. Some feelings you may not have experienced at all before. Some of the feelings you find are so much deeper, so much stronger, so much more painful than they have ever been. And that feels a little bit scary. Grief can also be incredibly physical. We feel the physical pain of our loss. I was convinced Twice in my journey that I was actually dying, once I thought I was having a brain hemorrhage because the pain in my head was so bad, and another time I was convinced I was having a heart attack because I had pain in my chest, which was radiating down my left arm. I called an ambulance, I went into hospital. all to be told that I was grieving. I couldn't believe it. The physicality of grief took me completely by surprise. The anxiety that comes with it is huge. I have never suffered from anxiety before. But in this, in my grief, in my widowhood, it has hit me like a brick. Sometimes out of nowhere. And I have to work incredibly hard to manage it sometimes, especially my health anxiety. But when I think about it, it's to be expected. My husband literally was here for breakfast and gone for lunch. He dropped down dead in an instant. Of course, that's going to have an impact on me. I'm the only parent left for my children. And beating myself up for feeling anxious about things isn't going to help me through that anxiety. You might feel numbness. A lot of my clients say to me, I don't feel anything. I think I should be feeling more. I'm not sure I'm feeling enough. I don't think I'm doing this right. The body has an amazing way of protecting us. It knows what we are capable of dealing with and it will only allow us to feel so much. So think of that numbness as a protection. Sometimes we create our own numbness. Sometimes we do things to distract ourselves from the pain. But sometimes our body does kick into action. It does protect us. It will come. You will feel the feelings. But when you're ready, don't beat yourself up for not thinking that you're feeling enough. Trust in the process. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy when you're going through what you're going through. But your body knows how to grieve. Your mind, your brain wants to survive this and it will find ways of doing so. And we have to trust in ourselves, in our intuition, in our gut, in our mind. It will guide us and allowing ourselves to feel exactly what we need to feel. Shock. Shock. For me the shock took a long time to wear off and I hear this a lot in my groups as well. Sometimes people are in shock for up to a year. I know I certainly was. It's there in some ways to protect us until we're ready to face the reality of our loss. You may feel a sense of relief or release if your person was ill and you had to nurse them through something that was awful to watch, watching your person suffer when they die, when their time comes, you may well feel that sense of relief. And it is absolutely natural and normal to feel that. It's not always easy to say it and recognize it, but it is something that is understandable under the circumstances. Guilt is huge in grief. Absolutely huge. It is a constant companion in grief and we beat ourselves up for a lot. Sometimes our grief is rooted in something real. Sometimes it is as a result of a story that we're telling ourselves. One of my clients was feeling incredibly guilty about how she cared for her husband, how she looked after him, feeling that she'd got things wrong, that maybe if she'd done things differently, things would have worked out better. The end result would have changed. Now, when we took a deeper dive on this, she really did start to see that actually she was doing the best that she could at the time, that her guilt wasn't rooted in something real. It was a story that she had told herself that wasn't fact. And we changed the narrative and it allowed her to release the guilt, to move through the guilt and find peace. You may experience jealousy, anger, resentment from the people around you. Completely normal. You may experience joy, excitement, gratitude, a feeling of being invincible, that independence that you can do what you want, when you want, and that feeling of being free. And we can feel really bad about this, but it's natural. It's a response to your loss and to everything you have been through. And it is all valid. You're allowed to feel those things. And in fact, I truly believe that allowing ourselves to feel some joy, to feel some peace, to feel some fun is really good for us in our journeys. It doesn't take anything away from us. It doesn't minimize or diminish our loss in any way, shape, or form. We are still grieving. Grief doesn't just look like sadness and tears. In the first two years of my loss after Simon died, I created some of the most amazing memories that I have. It wasn't easy. The grief was still there. My heart was still hurting. I did some incredible things. I went out and I tried to find the joy, create the joy, create the memories that I wanted to treasure. And it's so important that we give ourselves permission to do that. What we feel isn't permanent. It is not going to stay like that forever. Your feelings will ebb and flow like the waves. That roller coaster ride that you're on. You are going to be up and down, around and around, spinning crazily some days. But what we tend to do is label our feelings and emotions as either negative or positive. And in labeling them negative or positive, we then have a feeling that they are either good or bad, that we should be feeling them or we shouldn't be feeling them. We are feeling beings. This is what we do, this is what we're about. This is what makes our life so special. It allows us to love. It allows us to grieve. And all of it is necessary to our human experience. So labeling things as positive or negative isn't always that helpful. Feelings just are. They will come. They will go. They will pass through us. It's the meaning that we attach to them that causes us the suffering. Name your feelings. Think about what's going on for you feel what's coming up, sit with it, know that it's okay, know that it will pass, know that it doesn't define you. If you're feeling angry, if you're feeling guilty, it doesn't define who you are. It doesn't make you a bad person. You are working through your grief and that involves nearly all of the feelings and emotions I believe we can experience as a human being. And it's giving ourselves some grace in that. Understanding that in order to move through our grief, we've got to feel it all. We've got to make space for it all. We don't have to sit in our grief all the time to grieve properly. We have to spend some time in the rebuilding of our new lives, of finding some joy. Joy sometimes feels Unreachable. I understand that. I think our idea of joy is dancing on the tables, living our best life. For me, joy is often found in the simplest and the smallest of things sitting by some water, walking along the beach, a cup of your favourite coffee, reading a good book, anything that brings you a feeling of goodness. Of nourishment. That right there is joy. Don't make it unreachable by thinking it's something that's too big for you to achieve. It's so important that we do things that nourish us, that nurture us. We're allowed to laugh, we're allowed to go out and have fun. Grief is all about learning to make space for everything, understanding that two complete opposites can live side by side. A lot of what we do in our grief becomes bittersweet. There's the sadness that our person isn't there to experience it. But then there's the joy that we are here, that we are alive. We are able to enjoy these moments with the people that are still so dear to us in our lives. And it's okay to have both of those things true in one moment. We don't have to feel one way all the time. We can feel a lot of different ways. Allow it all to be. Learn to sit with it. Don't think that your feelings define you. Don't judge them. Don't criticize them. Feelings are feelings. They are all valid. They are all necessary to our grieving journey. And they will come and they will go. If this has helped you understand a little bit about your feelings in grief and you know somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this too, please do share it. I know it's something that so many of us find very difficult to understand and I just want to help more people know that what they're doing and what they're feeling is absolutely okay. Thank you so much for listening to The Widow Podcast with me, Karen Sutton. If you would like to be part of a supportive community of people who understand your grief, come and join my free Facebook group, Widowed and Rising, and make sure you tune in to the next episode of The Widow Podcast.